This week, the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Jay and I can't want your career to succeed more than you do. You have to work as hard, let's be honest, harder than everybody else who's on your team if you're going to make a career out of this. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this new music biz. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You are getting the post-show, because Jay and I have literally <laughs> probably just talked for the last 40 minutes before hitting record. Sometimes we yeah. should just hit record, but... God, you know, some of that stuff might not sit well with some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been closer to an hour. It's it's been awesome, and this is uh, it's been an hour. We used to do, you know, years and years ago. I mean, you and I've been doing this podcast together for you know. I don't know, seven years, whatever it is. But I remember one time we were just having a conversation. I was sit, I was in Burbank sitting outside and you were where you live. And we were just talking about Kiss one time and we're having this conversation. I think it went on for like, I don't know, an hour or so. Yep, yep. Just talking and about the business, what we love, exactly. what we hate, the issues, the war yeah, stories. Solving all the industry's problems over a cheeseburger. And that's kind of what this morning was. It reminded me of those conversations where, yeah, we probably should hit record, but then we would have to edit, you know. Yeah, we'd have to edit out were changed names, names to were predict changed. the innocent. <laughs> Talking about clients and past clients and other, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, we we got we got an interesting discussion still lined up yeah, here yeah, yeah. for you. Um, yeah, before we sure before before we get to that, just uh, a quick mention and thank you to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town for all you do to support us and please go check out the Bands in Town artist community. Head over to bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Join us over there. Lots of great discussion goes on over there about any of our episodes, questions not related to our episodes. Um, it's a great resource for anybody in the music business and for musicians. Um, and, of course, to our sponsor, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments are so small and selling products like CD, vinyl, T-shirts at gigs and online has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money. And that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. We got a great offer we put together for all of our listeners with Disc Makers. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, and when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ, that's all one word, FREEBIZ, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. Um, I also, before we get started here, I got to make a quick mention, you know, you can now, obviously this podcast is available pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. Right. The video is also now available on Vivo. So, and people are like, well, isn't that like official music videos from artists? Isn't that just YouTube? Check out one of our past episodes when we had um, Vivo on and we'll get, it'll give you a great explanation of what Vivo is. 
but the Music Biz Weekly podcast is now available on Vivo. So wherever you find Vivo, you can find the podcast, right. whether that's Apple TV, Roku, Fire TV, um, the podcast for Vivo channel on YouTube. We are up there as well. So I encourage you. I mean, you know, if you if, if you are a user who loves Vivo, maybe that's perfect for you because you can find. Yeah. Us there. Yep. Um, Jay. So. How bad do yeah. you want your artists to succeed? Do you want it more than they do? Right. And we hear that. Um, I've heard this from some of the top managers in the business who have said, I can't want it more than the artist does. Meaning that they're going to have to want it and they're going to have to work for it because this business has such a small success rate. If you're just looking at return on investment, it's very small. It's a very, very tough business. And you and I have been blessed with some of the best clients ever. And we're not referring to them in any way, shape or form. But there is this minority of clients and, and even just people we run into where maybe there's a sense of entitlement. Maybe they just feel that because they have a, a wealthy benefactor or because they feel that their music is so great that they don't necessarily have to put in the hours, put in they the work. They don't have to work as hard. Yeah. And it reminds me of, uh, I, I know of someone who's doing very well on TikTok, growing an audience. But what you need to know about TikTok is it's, it takes a lot of work, a lot of work, because it used to be that you would have to post you know, three to five times a week. Now it's three to five times a day. And there are artists that are posting 10 times a day on there. And a lot of them are seeing the fruits of that labor. Um, but you and I, before we hit record, we were just kind of talking about some of our war stories about, you know, that minority of artists that we want it so much more than they do. Yeah, it, it we, we will, how do I phrase this? And this isn't you or, me, or myself. This is any person that you are going to work with. You can't expect those people to work harder than you will work for this to succeed. That, that means, you know, we're going to work our butt off. That's a given. You know, my attitude is this is a seven-day-a-week job. It doesn't matter the time of the day, the day of the week. I mean, I'm on... I'm on vacation right now in Minnesota with my daughter and we're recording this and I've been dealing with client stuff this morning. Um, the point is, yeah. will you do that? Will you put that amount of work into it? Yeah, you may have a day job and I respect that you have to have that, but does that mean then you're going to come home at night and you'll put in the, another eight hours working on your musical career? You know, if you are expecting everybody else to bust their butt and go beyond, you've got to be the one that's actually the, you're leading the way. You're setting the example. You are, you know, I've always said, this isn't a DIY business. This is a BYOB. Be your own boss. You are the boss. And the boss has to work harder than everybody else. Yeah. You yeah. are working all the time. And, 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 and that, that means, yeah. you know, if, if, if a radio station needs something, you get it done right away. If 
there's an interview, you get it scheduled and you make sure it happens. If, if you need to record video clips, you get it done. If you need to do something for, I don't know, a local record store, you get it done. You got to work as hard as everybody else. If you have a scheduled interview, do not blow it off. We, right? we did a whole, There's some we did basic a whole things episode like that. About, we did a whole episode about that, about just how bad it is to blow off interviews. We've had guests blow us off. We just yeah. had a guest a few weeks ago that was scheduled, confirmed, reconfirmed, didn't show up. And their reason yeah. was uh, they had a calendar issue. I'm like, okay, they wanted to reschedule. I said, no, no, yeah. we're not going to reschedule. We confirmed it. We reconfirmed it. And then you didn't show up and yeah. we made the time I was on vacation and I took time out of a vacation to set up and get ready to record this interview. So right. you've got, I don't know. You've just got to be as hard working at this as everybody else. And right. Uh, you know, to, to say, well, you know, I wrote the music, I recorded the music. Great. You worked hard at that, but that's not the end of your job. Right. Your job only success, begins then. Right. The, the successful artists that have a, a long career um, are typically the ones that just work the hardest. They, and you and I work with clients like this that we were talking about before we hit record. These people, these artists that get up every day, no matter what level of their career and they roll up their sleeves and they get to work because being a musician is, you know, it's a lifestyle. It's not a job. It's music is who you are, not necessarily what you do. So it's like, we always like to say that we only have one speed, you know, we're, we're on uh, 24 seven on vacation, whatever. It, it's an always on thing. And I'm, I'm reminded of an artist that I worked with. I was working with this jazz label and there was this young um, musician who got signed by the label had this wonderful album out and he would come visit the record company and he wanted to know, well, what is, what does the marketing team do? I'd like to learn about that. You know, how can I help them? What does the commerce or sales team do? You know, what is a sync licensing team? And he would go to lunch with, with us and he would come and have meetings with us. And he was looking for ways that he could augment our efforts and I can tell you, when you see an artist that's willing to just work hard, um, you know, if you have people coming to the show, he'll make sure that they get a meet and greet before the show and, you know, they get a signed CD or whatever it is. And then as they're leaving, he's saying, hey, thanks, John. Thanks, Bob, whoever, you know, and remembers their name. And um, he even got email addresses from us and he would thank them personally. Hey, thanks for coming out to the show. I really appreciate that. I mean, just that level of engagement, um, it, it'll carry you and it'll help you grow your audience, but it'll also make people like Mike and myself, we, we got to step up our game and work even harder when you've got somebody who's willing to put in those kinds of hours. People in the industry, the business side of the industry, who've been here years, decades, um, yeah. have that sixth sense of okay this artist i can't guarantee you success but this artist is going to bust their butt and do everything possible for as long as possible we we have that sense of when you're like okay 
I'm, I'm going to get behind this artist because I can sense they want this bad. They're pushing me. They're always there. They're always responding. They're always asking questions, you know, versus the other artists where you're like, geez, I haven't heard from them in seven days. Where are they? Oh, well, I'm just waiting for you to tell me what to do. No, 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 no. This is not how this business isn't just waiting for somebody to tell you to do something. Because while you're waiting to be told, there's 10 other artists that are taking it upon themselves to go out and do it on their own. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to watch some of these young um, country artists because they're so hardworking. They'll get up early in the morning and go visit a radio station when they're on tour. No complaints. They'll even perform, which is difficult to do sometimes early in the morning. Um, they, they have these events where, you know, let's say where they're playing live, they actually have this little lineup where they can walk up and fans can just like take a photo and then go back to their seat and things like that. They have fanfare, you know, in Nashville, you know, where you can meet some of these artists. And I just love the, the way that some of these young country artists are just, just go over and above to work with publicity and whatever they need. If they need to get on the phone, if they need to create some liners, you and I talked about this a little bit. Sometimes when you're in a release cycle, you'll want to get maybe a track by track interview, or maybe you'll want to have some video clips that you can post along with a, a station that added your song or whatever it is. There's these little kind of piecemeal things that you need to support as an artist. And some artists will knock those things out record them, get them back to you immediately, whatever you need them to do, whether it's a still image, a video, audio, whatever it is. And then others kind of blow it off. And it's, it's a miss. Some of them, it's not even so much they blow it off because blow it off sort of implies they intentionally said, I'm not going to do this. I've never encountered somebody who's done that. It's, it's worse when it's, I completely forgot. How do you completely forget? Right. Email trails, confirmations. I mean, I, I'm sure you're the same way. I'll send an email with the initial request. And two days later, I'm just checking in. Got any issues, any questions? Are we still on track? Yeah. You know, four days later, hey, you know, we really need this by tomorrow. Are we going to get this? You know, the, the just forgetting to do stuff is... That, that's not professional. I mean, no, you have to have a this, calendar. And, yeah, and you and I thing, talked this, about this a little bit that we both had this situation where an artist didn't have just a calendar, like a, a Google calendar or on their Mac or their PC or whatever. There's just really no excuse for not having a calendar of all of the different things and meetings that you have. So you don't miss them. Yeah. I, again, we've talked about this. We've had guests on this show who missed interviews for God interview. How do you do that? In this day and age where every freaking smartphone, every tablet, every laptop has a calendar and good God, there's Google calendar for free. It's everywhere. There's literally no excuse. I mean, outside of my business, personally, I couldn't survive without a calendar. Oh, I've got to go oh, here. We're going to have dinner here. This is due today. Reminders. Um, yeah reminders simple to-do lists um to me the difference between the clients that we worked with that are doing it 
30, 40, 50 years later is they, they have that work ethic. They write everything down. They take copious notes. Yep. You know, a lot of times they're the ones checking in going, okay, you asked for this. I'm just confirming. Do you still need this by tomorrow? Right. You know, they check and confirm with me. Sometimes I'm like, boy, that's, that's an odd feeling having them confirm because you're again, we're usually the ones going on just circling back. Everything cool. Yeah. You know, so these are the things that given music being the best you can make, we take music out of the equation. Now what separates the artist who makes it from the artist who doesn't make it, it's all of these sorts of things. It's, it's, how hard do you work? Are you working all the time? What's your work ethic? What's your follow through? Um, you know, those are things. And, and, and that's not just in the music world. I mean, those are things that are important in the real world for any business or any part of your life. That's what separates yeah. people who get respect, get ahead in their world. Um, get get the benefits. The people who work like that, the people who just right. sit back and go, "Oh God, I forgot my mistake. Well, I forgot." Uh, you know, you can apologize right. all you want, but again, you can apologize all you want to me. But I took time out of my vacation to set up and be ready to record with you, and you didn't show up. It was just a right. complete no show. And then you asked to reschedule it, dude. That's not professional. No, it comes down to, you know, what I learned a long time ago is the music business is built on relationships and follow through. You know, it's like the harder I work, the luckier I get. Um, a friend of mine has this client who, you know, she's, uh, she's kind of mailing it in. It's really hard for them to get her to post anything to socials, to engage, you know, and especially anything other than buy my album, see my show, buy my album, see my show. As you know, social media is a dialogue. It's a relationship. It's a give and take. It's not just you're shouting at somebody, I've got a show, I've got a show or buy this thing. It's got to be a deeper, you know, relationship than that. And that takes a little bit of work and you don't have to be all things to all platforms. You, you know, I always tell people, if you're really good at TikTok or really good at Instagram, double down on that. Double, double that down on that. Hard. Yeah. You know, and if, if you've got a band, Maybe you, you're the TikTok person. Maybe the drummer's the YouTube person. Maybe, maybe the bass player is your Facebook person. Um, you know, and I actually, I just had a conversation with a new client. I'm like, you know, if, if, if you've got a couple people in the band who aren't the, the focused, committed, work their butt off, that's fine. But let's make sure we focus on the couple people in your band who are they're the ones we want to do the interviews. They're the, you know, we want the enthusiastic person, the person who's there early, not just on time, but shows up early and waiting for an interview, you know, figure out who that person is in your band. I'm, I'm not saying force the, everybody in your band to become social media experts. Right. That's, that's that a losing work. battle, but right. Odds are by natural selection, some people just want to be part of it. Some don't. Somebody might right. not like social media at all, but maybe like you, Jay, 
they're an amazing photographer. Okay, just let them be the ones that take the pictures. And they can give the pictures to somebody else in the band who knows how to do some photo editing and get them posted to Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else might love walking around with a video camera, taking videos of everything they do in their life. Great. You document everything on on the road, but then give it to somebody else and let them deal with it. Right. I think it comes down to what we call the street team, which could be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad. I mean, it starts off that way and grows from there. And that street team, you may have a, a good buddy who's really good at editing videos. Awesome. He's part of your street team, right? It could be a band member. Before you get to the point of having, let's say, a day-to-day manager or a dedicated team that's creating assets for you, most artists don't get to that level and they have to do it themselves. But I think kind of the, the theme of this conversation is we can't want it more than you do. And I just get inspired when I work with some of these artists and managers. They're just hungry and they're curious and they're like, I what can that. I do? I love working with clients and client team members who immediately respond, who are immediately asking questions, who are immediate, you know, no question is a stupid question. I just, I just had a client ask me today, um, you know, should we be getting our tour dates up on um, celebrity access and Polestar? And I'm like, well, yeah, we can do that. But keep in mind, those are not really fan oriented destinations. That's industry places. But if you've got your tour dates up on bands in town, you're already covered on celebrity access because that's where they import them from. Polestar, all I got to do is send them a spreadsheet and they'll import them. So, I mean, no question is a stupid question, but I want clients who are asking questions. I want clients who are giving me ideas. I want clients who We'll go back and forth and brainstorm an idea and go, God, that's, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to make that happen. I, I don't want, I'm not excited about clients who it's like, dude, I haven't heard from you in three days and I've sent you three emails. Yeah. Do I, you know, are you paying me to chase you down or are you paying me to accomplish stuff? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, at, at, at the end of the day, what you said, Jay, is this is a business built on relationships. And some people might sit here and listen to this and go, oh, you're just on a rant again. And is this going to really sell more music for me or sell more concert tickets? What this is going to sell is longevity in your career. You get further in your career if you are respected. How do you get yeah. respected? Act professional. Yeah. Answer people, give them what they want. If you can't deliver it, if you can't show up, email them and tell them that. We've always said if, yeah. if you've got an interview scheduled and you can't make it, at least email back and say something came up and I can't do it. Do Let's not, find a time to reschedule. Do yeah. not leave an interviewer hanging. That interviewer yeah. is going to now be your enemy. Cause you left them hanging. Yeah. It's a business built on those relationships and that follow through. And I've got a few clients that do something I've mentioned on the show before, but it bears repeating because I think it's so important for a developing artist. And that is when they're touring, well, and not even when they're just touring all the time, they keep this 
spreadsheet of everybody they meet, whether it's at a radio station, whether it's at the venue, you know, whoever they meet and they enter it in with their email and something about them. Oh, this is uh, this is Mike Branvold. He's at that station. And then not only can they reach out to them when they're back in town, but they they thank them. They're like, hey, Mike, thanks for doing that interview. Really appreciated it. And they develop those stronger relationships. And as you know, from working with venues, it is so important that you are collaborating with that venue to put butts in the seats, to drive traffic there, to let people know that you're playing there. It's a collaboration with you and the venue. And if you do it well, the next time they're looking to book a band and let's say that your band is equal to another band, they're going to choose you because you're the one. I've, I've, been in that position where i've had to choose bands and you're you're a hundred percent right it if i've got a good relationship i will continue to work with you if it was a bad relationship because of something that happened previously it's not going any further and and to so that's what this all this this rant that that you and i've had jay is basically about this is this is about how to further your career for as long as possible. Yeah. And right. that is about professional relationships, professional engagements. It's so, so important. Yeah, 100%. Can't want it more than you do. Nope, exactly. All right. So um, let's hear from you. I want I want everybody who's, who's listening and watching, head over to uh, our, our community paid bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. And have you had an experience where you wanted it more than somebody else? Maybe it's somebody in your band. I mean, I've talked, I'm sure you have, Jay. I've talked to people who are like, man, we had to get rid of the, the, the lead guitar player. He just didn't want to work. He didn't want this bad enough. He didn't want to go right. tour. I mean, that maybe that's the case. The, everybody in the band wanted it really bad. You got one person who didn't, or did you, did, did you have an experience where you worked with an outside team member who was like, Oh my God, this person wants it so bad. And he motivated us to work even harder. And, you know, I want to hear how, how are you dealing with, you know, building these professional relationships, the good and the bad, because again, you don't have to name names if you don't want to, but, there's a lot to be learned from the war stories we've all had, the failures, the, the, the mistakes, the, the missteps, um, because somebody else yeah. can look at that and go, wow, I'm living that right now. And if that's gonna, how it's going to end for me, maybe I need to cut, cut ties right now. So head over to bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Let's get a discussion started about this. How do you deal with building your professional relationships and you're furthering your career because of that? Um, once again, just a big shout out to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot, Bands in Town, and of course, to our sponsors, DiscMakers.com. That's it, everybody. We shall see you next week. Thousands of musicians and industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. Visit discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs.
And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a $150 value. MusicBizWeeklyPodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.